Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. got about five games and we're just going to kind of do a quick little overview of them and just tell you what we think and why you should definitely check them out and um thomas i'll let, I'll let you go first this time sure so the this time i think i went first last several times but oh all the right game well I, hey i have no problem too bad suck it up yeah damn it <laughs> No. So the game that I'm going to be talking about today is a fantastic game called Robot Alchemic Drive. Now, this game was actually published by Enix, not Square Enix. This Whoa. was before Square Enix. Um, and it's developed by a company called Sandlot. Now, Sandlot has done a number of other interesting titles, mostly Japanese. Um, oh trying to think like a lot of them are in in a lot of them were japanese only however earth defense force 2017 was one of their titles in fact the earth defense force series i believe is one of their series yeah so now robot alchemic drive is a very interesting take on the on giant robot fighting yeah uh so in in a lot of classic japanese anime a lot of times People, or the people fighting using their giant robots to fight were never actually in the robots. They were actually standing on the sidelines with a big old controller. That is the set, the theme of this fighting game. You are not piloting the robot from the robot itself. Unless you jump up onto the shoulder of the robot, in which case then you are. But yeah. the fighting controls are all, all based on the, the, the PlayStation controller. Uh, so different combinations of joystick movement and shoulder buttons and face buttons with different attacks, including things like rocket punches or, or firing missiles or things like that. And there are three different giant robots you could take, and all of them felt clunky in some, one of the like the best sort of way, where, right. where it feels like there's a little bit of lag time between you and the robot. And you have to run around to get to a better vantage point. You don't want to get the building that you're standing on knocked out from underneath yeah. you as you're fighting. Yeah, but sometimes that's cool. Sometimes that makes... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It was really cool when it happened, but I think it killed you. So yeah. <laughs> you truly oh. didn't want to have, have it happen. But it also had a really interesting storyline in that a couple of the characters you could act or would actually be affected by city destruction. So mm-hmm. if you failed to protect certain buildings, you could eventually drive one of the characters to suicide. So Whoa. there was that. Yeah, yeah. The, the story got serious pretty damn quick, but it, I think it even had—I want to say it had a multiplayer. No, I don't think it did. But 
No, they did have a multiplayer yeah, mode. Yeah, two, player, two player versus mode. mode. Yeah. Yeah. Which was split screen, so I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but still, it yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and it, it's like a big homage to anime. It really is. Yeah. Like down to the even just the robot designs themselves. Yeah, the character designs were designed by the same guy that did the Cowboy Bebop series. Yes, they were. Yeah. And it just it the game looks slick, feels slick, and is impossible to find. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Like it, it it's one of those games that it just didn't get a lot of copies imported. Oh, okay. Well. Like the only reason I got my copy is when I was working at GameStop, uh, it came in one day. And I immediately grabbed it after putting it into the system and put it in the back room saying, this is mine on my lunch break. Hmm. And uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right now on eBay, you're looking at about 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for a PS2 for, game from 2002. Yeah. Yeah, 52, 52.99 was the first one that came up. Wow, this game's the, over 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, the disc, the disc alone, you're looking at about 40 a sealed copy is $152. Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so all right. Well, cool. All right. Uh, Alan, what are what are, what are are one of your games? Uh, I'll start with the Radiata Stories. Uh, this was a sort of overlooked uh, RPG among many. Easy to oh, overlook yeah. with how many there were on the PS2. Um, this game really stood out to me. Um with its, its graphics and its voice acting and the sound, everything about it was just really beautiful. It was on the PS2 where graphics were pretty solid generally. I felt like it, just the art in it was excellent. Um, you go through so many different uh, scenes and sceneries and s- different characters throughout the course of it that you really get a full spectrum. And it's a fairly long game too. Like if you go through getting all the characters to join you and doing all the collectibles you you can put probably over 30 hours into it i i would imagine yeah there's a lot of characters uh, it, yeah it had sort of that same kind of recruiting that i really love from the suikoden series there's i mean you got to find them you got to sometimes meet certain uh, aspects to get them to join you and then it also had it, there wasn't a lot but some of them were pretty major there was different choices you could make throughout the game that would kind of uh, affect the rest of the game in some ways uh, and then also one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite scenes in any is near the end of this game, like right during the last boss area. One of the characters just makes one of the most hilarious faces oh. ever. Yeah. So I, when you when you beat the game, you'll see it, and you'll when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of humor in this game. Like I I've recently just started playing it, and. Like the main character's name is Jack Russell. Like seriously, come on. Like, <laughs> like now but, you could kick the shit out of everything in that game, couldn't you? Oh, I don't but, know. Like you could kick NPCs. You could kick boxes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When you're yeah, when you're walking around, it's kind of like um when you're walking around the overworld, you just like walk up to stuff and kick it, and that and like a lot of times there'll be like if there's like an item up on on something you can ki- like i say a bed you can kick it and it'll fall down but yeah you can walk up to just like npcs and kick them and they'll give you a different response than if you just walk up and talk to them <laughs> yeah i that, seem to remember if you kicked npcs uh, enough they'd start to they'd, they'd bite you or they do stuff oh, I'm, to, to I'm, like, I'm, sh- I'm sure i'm sure there are i don't remember that specifically it's been a while this was back in the day i haven't played it since back in the day when i had my modded ps2 yeah, I'm not. Yeah, very, yeah I'm not very. I'm not, I'm not very far into it yet, but 
Um, it, yeah, I, I mean, I'm certain, I'm very much enjoying it. It is, it is gorgeous. It is like that. It's like, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, in a way, like Skyward Sword. Like, beyond, it's, it's just beyond the cell shading and almost slightly into that like watercolor type of like art style idea that Skyward Sword has, where it, you know, it's cell shaded, but it, it, you know, they, they try to do more than just have it being cell shaded. And isn't there a sequel to this game? Uh, Radiant, like Historia for the DS Radiant or something? Radiant Yeah, I didn't know if that was a sequel or not, but I've heard of that. Okay. Uh, it might not be a sequel. It might just be another game in the series. Could be. Oh, I didn't know. This this game was developed by Triace. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't... So I, that kind of, Trias kind of kind of fell off the radar radar for me after the PS One era. Oh yeah, the same people that did Star PS2. Ocean and Infinite yeah. and Infinite Undiscovery. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't we don't talk about that last one. That, yeah, that last one. Hey, they also died. did they also did Residents of Fate, which is pretty yeah. is which is pretty awesome. So all right, yeah, Radiant Historia or Radiant Story or Radiata Stories, excuse me. Yes. Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely worth checking out. All right, um, so one of my games I want to talk about is Dragon Ball Z Budokai Three. So I know a lot of people will instantly dismiss this simply because they're not into Dragon Ball Z, and that is certainly understandable. Um, but I think that Dragon Ball Z Budokai Three specifically, first of all, it's probably the best Dragon Ball Z game ever in terms of just fighting games, but. So the series started with, uh, and it really progressed over the first two games. And the third game, one of the really cool things about it is that the fighting system, if, especially if you've never played a Dragon Ball Z game, is definitely something that like fighting game enthusiasts should check out because it's so different and it's so complex. So the way the game kind of works is in the Dragon Ball Z storyline, you know, everyone's always like powering up and whatnot. So. You have like these seven energy bars that you have to like power up while you're fighting. So a lot of times you'll have to like hit some, yeah, you have to like hit somebody and you'll like knock them really far back. So that'll like, there's a lot of timing involved in the battle. So you want to like stop and like charge yourself up. So that's certainly a mechanic and like strategy in the battle. And then you can, you know, you turn into like Super Saiyan and things like that. But one of the coolest things about the fighting system is that there's this, in this game, they added this like teleportation counter. Um, so if I'm like punching somebody or I shooting energy blast at them, they can block, you press like block and forward. And what it'll do is it'll teleport me behind the character that like just launched that attack and then I'll hit them. But it costs one, it costs one full bar of energy to do. And if somebody teleports behind me, I can counter with my own teleport. So you get into this like it's almost more of like an energy struggle and like there's like there's like a weird strategy element to your fighting rather than just like you know button mashing or like in say street fighter where it's like knowing the combos and knowing when to do them in this game you have to there's like you have to actually like think about like oh how do i want to conserve my energy and anybody who's a dragon ball z fan probably already has this game because it's definitely the best one out there but somebody who's just a fighting game fan um should definitely definitely check it out because it's so unique there's no other game like it and it is now on the xbox 360 and ps3 they did a dragon ball z budokai 1 and budokai 3 hd pack for the Xbox 360 and PS3, that's probably the def- that's probably the easier way to check it out, and it looks a lot better. So that's probably the best way to check it out now. But even the PS2 version, 
you can probably get for pretty cheap because it was it was like a greatest hits and there was certainly a lot of um a lot of copies of it made but definitely a game that fighting game fans should check out the amount of characters in it was ridiculous oh yeah it's absurd i mean there's like there's like i mean there's like in this game, there are, I don't know, 50 or so characters. 40. There's 40 characters, and then everybody has transformations, so that kind of adds more characters. And there's also a cool um, – there's a lot of, like, extra content in the game. So there's, like, a story mode, which is, like, really fun because you have to play through it a lot. And your characters, like, you battle and level up, and it's kind of fun. It's almost like – it's all, there's all, it's like it's almost like an RPG element a little bit. Um but it, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth checking out. So, all right, Alan, I'll toss it back over to you for your last game. Uh, my last game. This one's sort of special to me. I I really really loved this game, probably more than was warranted. Um, <laughs> it's called Way of the Samurai. Uh, it's so set, you know, like samurai. You kind of play a vagrant, and you sort of wander into this this region that has a lot of turmoil going on and you sort of choose how to assert yourself into it so it's like a choose your own adventure type game Mm -hmm. like uh for example like the first situation that you really run across is like some some uh thugs are like they're like uh, looting this bar and you kind of have the choice whether just to like let it happen you can leave you can like you know slice up the owner of the bar or like actually beat up the thugs and help and in each of these situations, kind of depending on like what you do, it affects the opportunities available to your character. Um, so not only is there that developing story, it's like a third-person slash fixed camera yeah. fighting game, but it's very high difficulty. Um, you also have to manage your weapons. So there's several several different weapon types you can use, and they're like they're all the weapons have breakability. So if you like just take a sword in. It's like a cheap, crappy sword, and it breaks. Then you're like, you have no choice but to run away or fight with like a broken sword that does next to nothing. (laughs) So, you have is is a lot going on. There's all these different kind of ways you can go through it, Um, and then it's like each playthrough you can do it differently. So it has, it's a relatively short game, and you're gonna lose a lot because the most of the choices end up with you losing (laughs) or ending up in a fight that like you probably can't win. Yeah, but because of that you, it'll be highly replayable so you'll be able to put a lot you know a good amount of hours tied say 10 or so plus hours yeah just trying to find all the different ways you can do things and different endings you can get yeah it was made by the same people who make the tenchu series like tenchu assassin games like uh you know there's like a like stealth assassin there's one on the wii yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's like four games in the series. Yeah, the first one's the best one by far. The third one's awful, and this I mean the second one was okay. Yeah, and I think I think like one and two are on the PS2, and three and four are on the PS3. Yeah, I I don't know about four. I don't know. Four I four is on the PS3. It's dis- digital distribution only though in the states. Uh, they never uh, released it in Um, I love way of the samurai the entire series even the shitty third one which it really wasn't that good yeah like the first one the first one i'm looking at the reviews right now and famitsu gave it a 31 out of 40 and everybody else that reviewed the second game is like six out of ten like that's like across the board <laughs> like... yeah. famitsu seems to be pretty biased they won't give anything a maximum score but yeah. they really don't like going yeah well yeah oh, oh, they, they don't have that i'm i can't they don't have a review oh no famitsu 
well, Famitsu gave the first game 31 out of 40 and the second game 32 out of 40, but everyone else gave it like 6 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. But they, it's, they definitely, it's definitely worth checking out if you like that kind of like high difficulty but choose your own adventure kind of right right and i think oh. it, and i think it's a ps2 exclusive so again for col- oh, yeah. for co- for collectors yeah. for collectors out there yeah yeah definitely definitely worth <laughs> <it>. <laughs> all right um okay so i have one last game for us today and this game was made by idos a company that i don't even think exists anymore um um I do, think they're still kicking about somehow. Do they? Oh yeah, I th- yeah maybe they like, like they 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 went through this period of bankruptcy and then they kind of came back from it and yeah. They have I think they're owned by like Square Enix now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They yeah. they produced the uh, Final Fantasy VII PC port. Oh okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this game is called Eve of Extinction. So this game, I mean, playing it today, it's. It's kind of clunky because it was like an it was like a PS2 launch game almost, but it's a 3D beat 'em up with like some platforming elements and stuff like that. The story is kind of like it's kind of like this futuristic sci-fi story where this guy, um, oh man, he's like he's like this like test subject for this like evil corporation, and then. You, like the game starts off and you're in this helicopter and then the helicopter crashes and then like you're like suddenly like beating up all these people and trying to like save this girl who you love and like the story is like pretty ridiculous but and it's one of those games that has just absolutely terrible I mean terrible voice acting but one of the things that makes the game cool and definitely is probably redeeming quality is that in the game you get all these different weapons and you use the weapons for not only like fighting your enemies, but you use them for like platforming elements. Like you get a um, you get a staff that you have to use as like like a javelin or not a javelin, but like a pole vault almost. So there's like these like segments where you have to like you know you do this like little like move with it and it'll like launch you in the air and then you have like some like nunchucks which will use to like help you like swing down to like another ledge like you almost like twirl them as like a helicopter and you get these like special moves which are kind of cool you do this um this little like combination with your like you move the thumbstick in different ways and it's uh it's kind of like um in castle the castlevania games for the ds like where you have to do like your little like rune symbols or whatever you do like the same thing you just do it with like the thumbstick or like in wonderful 101 like same thing where you do the little like you like you know draw the like circles and stuff so you do that kind of stuff um the game actually looks pretty good um even for when it was released like i remember i remember getting it it was like one of the first games i got on the ps2 so i was like man this game looks awesome um it's pretty short it's not going to take you very long to play through but one of the cool things is that your weapons level up as you play and it does have like a new game plus mode so when you go back in you get a like when you as you recollect your weapons you get to um keep leveling them up and they get like elements to them so like your sword is fire and your sword is pretty much just a lightsaber i mean it is like completely like a total ripoff of a lightsaber and then you get like your staff is like lightning and so on and so forth but you can get this game for i mean it's another game you can get literally dirt cheap like i just bought it a i bought it sealed off amazon for ten dollars so i mean nice. it, yeah it is definitely it's definitely worth checking out um you there is a this like girl that like talks to you through your mind or something and in a way the best way for me to describe it is navi from 
uh, <laughs> from Ocarina of Time. I mean, it's pretty much the exact same thing. So, I mean, down, hey, down to the, the, the yeah, whole yeah. Except she's like, you need to find the door. You need to find the door. But it's like, it's not just, it's not just like, hey, listen, and then you have to like stop. It's like she's just like telling you, like, hey, you need to find this door. You need to find this key. And it's, it's you know, the entire time, you're, the entire time you're playing it, you're just like, I know. <laughs> Sorry, what does she, you, does she give you hints at like the wrong time for things? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yes, yes, and no. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, like, Legend of Zelda, or at least Ocarina of Time. There were occasionally moments where you'll have Navi telling you about something that has no relation to what you're trying to do. Yeah, like boss fights, and then she'll you'll she'll go, "Hey, listen," and then you'll you'll answer, uh, listen to her, and yeah. she'll be talking about finding some sort of fucking sword or yeah item and you're just like what the hell are you talking about yeah <clears throat> yeah but uh the yeah the game's definitely you know it, it's definitely worth checking out the controls can be a little clunky sometimes but it's kind of uh one of the cool things about it is when you're doing your combos you can switch between the weapons and the the weapon switching is kind of annoying because it's on like a wheel and you use like l1 and r1 to go through that wheel but the controls are like reversed so you like click L, you know, you click left and it goes like the wheel goes right. So it's kind of confusing, especially because sometimes you ha- sometimes you have to use like your pole vault staff. So you have to like use it and then switch to like your nunchucks, which is like completely on the other side of the wheel. And then, you know, it's like it's so you definitely will die a lot just based on bad controls. But it's definitely worth checking out because I'm sure nobody's played it. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like I've never I've never met anybody. I've never met anyone who's played this game. So. Yeah, well, all right. Well, that is a quick look at some PS2 hidden gems. Definitely some games to consider, uh, especially for collectors. Or if you're just in a used game store and you see a game you might want to check out, you know, now there are a few more you might know about. So, as always, thanks for listening.